Welcome to Rag Chew. And if you're as curious as a cat as I am, you can go and follow us on Facebook at Rag Chew Podcast. And we just got a Twitter up and running. We're going to be tweeting at you. And that's going to be at Rag Chew Podcast as well. I'm Max. And my favorite fact about a president is Grover Cleveland got stuck in a bathtub. He was so fat. <laughs> hey, I'm Kate. And uh, shooting this one at you guys. King of Hearts is the only king in a deck of cards without a mustache, but he does have a pretty sweet neck beard, so he's got that going for him, which is nice. <laughs> if only he had a fedora. Listen, that's the only thing that makes the King of Hearts the elite king. In you the know, deck. honestly, the first thing that went through my head was the fedora. I don't know what the neck beard <laughs> fedora thing. I was like, oh, wow. I mean, he could be like a regular old, uh, you know, pimp, you know. Yeah. And, Imagine playing blackjack at a casino and you've got like the ace of diamonds and then they lay down the king of hearts to give you 21 and he's got a neck beard and a fedora and you're like, it's the best day of my life. I wouldn't. I don't know how it gets better than that. I wouldn't call it the best day of my life, but I definitely call it the second best day. (laughs) I must know the best day of your life. What must what must it be if it's better than that? Oh, man. Uh, this is for my wife. The day I got married. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't. No, actually, the best day of my life was when I got my <laughs> Xbox One X. What up? Four K capability. Good times. Good times were had by all. That's right. That's right. What's up, man? How's your week going? What's uh, what's new in uh, in Cade's world? Excellent. Cade's world. Cade's world. Party time. Uh. It was pretty good, man. I had a good week. I I had a um uh let's see. I tell you. Uh yeah, so we're setting up for, you know, Mardi Gras work. That's fun times. Uh, uh as you know, I'm sure people know that uh Mardi Gras is a uh holiday celebrated in um Cajun culture. Um, it's lots of fun. They fat Tuesday for, for anybody who's wondering like what the official like Mardi Gras, like holiday is, it's fat Tuesday. Um, which I don't know, uh, what the actual date is this year. It's, it's, it's usually like towards the end of like February, if I'm not mistaken, uh, February 25th is okay. So this is a stupid question from me, myself and I Mardi Gras. So it doesn't have something to do with Lent. Uh, yeah, Lent starts, uh, I believe, the day after Fat Tuesday. So Ash oh, really? Wednesday, Ash Wednesday is when um, Lent starts, and Lent is is from that point through Easter, ah. if, if I'm not mistaken. Um, when I lived in Louisiana, uh, you know, I, people talked about it all the time because they did it, and I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, so that's cool. But... Uh, yeah, so if yeah, if I'm remembering correctly, so don't 100% hold me to it, but uh, if I if I like I said if I remember correctly, it starts on Ash Wednesday and ends on Easter is Lent. That's interesting. See, I, I'm I, as someone who was never raised in I guess the in Catholicism, I always kind of watched it from the outside cuz you know, you'd see the like kids come to school and that kind of stuff with uh that cross of ashes on yeah, their head. Yeah, on their forehead, right? Yeah, 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 but I never like and then someone connected the dots for me that it had something to do with Mardi Gras and I was like, "Wait, what?" Yes, it sir. Blew my mind. Don't yes. know why. So I'm just like, um, I'm guessing, but I'm guessing that the idea is like basically Fat Tuesday and probably 
probably how Mardi Gras started. I haven't done like the, I should probably do the research on it. I feel like it's enough in my family tradition to uh, do that, but I haven't, is that I have to imagine Fat Tuesdays like, uh, get your sins out now, and then uh, the next day you're basically repenting a little bit, and then you're giving something up for a couple of months. Is uh, That's the way that it comes across. I don't know for sure if that was the original thought, but um, it's fun anyways. It's a good time. So yeah, Fat Tuesday is coming up. February 25th is the day for anybody who's curious. Uh, I had a job interview this week. I thought it went extremely well. I hope I get it. It would be a better schedule and more money. So that's a positive. And other than that, sir, I don't have anything else to report. How are you doing this week? Pretty good, man. I mean, another another good week in the books here. Um, if for anybody who doesn't know, we typically are recording these on Fridays or towards the end of the week. So it actually works out really well because then we have, I guess, all the big events going on. But uh, not too, too much. I had the opportunity this past weekend to work some OT. So that was kind of nice. Uh, get some extra cash in uh, the, the good old pocket there. can always use it right. Um, and not too much else. Actually, I, I got a second monitor. I've been trying to get a second monitor for the, the podcast set up here. But also, just because I'm a brat and I think it is a lot better. Um, but I will say one thing uh, that I'm, I'm slightly obsessed with. Like, I don't know. I've always loved doing this is genealogy work. I love doing genealogy work. I know that sounds really, really weird. But um, I like tracing back my roots and that kind of stuff and finding out old stories and that kind of stuff about family. So, yeah. So I use um, Ancestry.com and I have actually traced, um, well, someone else in my family um, within like uh, my heritage. I think he's like my second or third cousin or second cousin once removed, whatever it is, um, has done a lot of the work for me. And so I'm inputting it into Ancestry.com. And it's actually really cool. I'm seeing a lot of stories, seeing pictures and that kind of stuff of a lot of family members that I wouldn't have known existed. Um, And it's really kind of cool to see. I was able to trace back um, where, when we came over to the Americas, which was kind of cool. All the way back in, let's find out here. I can click on here. Let me view my tree here. It's sometime in obviously the 1700s. Um, It was, hold on if this will load for me. Standing by to stand by. Uh, 1775. So right as we declared independence. In wow. The U.S. Yeah. In 1775. Back that far, man. That's awesome. Yeah. But technically, I've traced back their father, um, which was John David, um, to 1783, which is really, really cool. Wow. Um, yeah. So or 17, excuse me, 23. 26, 26, if I can finally read the number, 1726, (laughs) but it's really tough. So this is the the hard part after that is trying to find people above them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just because they weren't doing any record keeping before then. But it's really, really cool to kind of see. At one point, my last name had an E on the end of it. I'm not going to say my last name just for. I don't know. I want any of you creepers out there stalking me. Protection, sir. That's right. I don't trust any of you people out there. But those of you who know me, funny, fun story is. I used to have an E on the back of our last name years and years and years ago, and apparently somewhere they dropped it. Uh, don't know how, don't know when, but they somehow dropped it. And uh, and yeah, but it was it's kind of cool to kind of see that. And then I was able to see. Uh, so I, I I don't know. This is a I don't know. This seems controversial, but um, a bunch of my family since we grew up in the South, uh, most of my family is either from Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia, that kind of stuff. All from the South. Hey, the South. The South. Um, 
a lot of them served in the Confederate War uh, instead of with, excuse me, in the Confederacy during the Civil War. Very interesting. Um, yeah. So I was able to see uh, their stories and I was able to read muster rolls and that kind of stuff where uh, some of them were in Gettysburg. Uh, one wow. of my family members died of chronic diarrhea after being <laughs> captured. And Gosh, I understand that. Indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Woo! They didn't have that back then. Yeah, I know. I was about to say, if only he would have eaten chalk, you know, which <laughs> is basically just that. It would have yeah. gotten so much better. Yeah, basically chronic diarrhea. <laughs> but yeah, he died of what that. A, and then what a way to go. Yeah. And then apparently there was uh, another one of my family members. This was like a crazy story um, that I found. And like, I guess it was somehow written somewhere and then it got passed down and passed down, passed down. He was um, a farmer. And I guess uh, Native Americans were coming into their territory and were messing with them. So they decided they're going to go and hunt down the Native Americans, which was a genius idea. Um, and I guess he went into the woods with like six other people and went to go chase down these people. He did not come back, but they found his scalp and his body, what? which was really interesting. Yeah, he done messed up. Hey, hey, <laughs> you done messed up, Aaron. <laughs> that did not work out uh, no. very well, it sounds like. But it's still an interesting story to be like, huh, wow. And here I am today, right? You know? Yeah, right. Here we are doing but our thing. Yeah, exactly. So I've always found it kind of interesting uh, to do genealogy work and kind of find out where we came from. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun stuff. I, I We did that. Yeah, gosh, it was a few years ago. Uh, my wife got really, really into it. And um, eh, long story short, uh, we didn't make it back as far as you did. I think we made it back to somewhere around the War of 1812. Still, that's cool. Yeah, which was, yeah, it was really neat. And um it's it's hypothesis it's not guaranteed but we found out the potential that we could be extraordinarily distant cousins um <laughs> which makes me laugh but it's like uh wait I think it was yeah so my family um let's just call us you know for uh, like uh, if you're not going to share your name then i'll say for name protection right so for name protection let's just call us the smiths right beautiful uh, so the Smiths uh, dated all the way back. Uh, we most of my family's from Tennessee, um, and uh, I believe um, my wife Patty. Most of her family, uh, when they started dating it back, was from um, North Carolina, uh, or you know what? I think it was the other way around. I think my family was from most of them were from Tennessee. But one of my family members was from North Carolina, and then some of her family was from Tennessee, and uh, it came together. Or I, it is, I'm getting it. It's a little convoluted right here. So one, one way or the other, some of this is correct, and some of it may not be correct because I'm trying to remember. But anyways, so let's just say uh, to set the record straight that um, both families ended up in Tennessee, but it, like it went all the way back where like one of her family members' maiden name was quote-unquote smith and uh they moved and got married right around the same time uh that my family was living in tennessee or north carolina i don't remember which one and so we're like oh wow that's really funny i wonder if we are just really extraordinarily distant cousins i mean as long as you're this not is like cousins, early 1800s that this listen man cousin loving as long as you ain't second cousins you fine Listen, all I'm saying is roll tight, roll tight. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. I was actually reading 
uh, going through some of my geology recently, putting it in yesterday, and uh, noticed at a couple points, uh, we did have cousins a couple times, uh, have some cousin loving, and uh, I have seen a couple times. I'm like cousin love. <laughs> and I've seen a couple times there was. Uh, uh, what's it called? I saw recently one person in my family. It looks like divorced one person, like divorced their husband. And then the husband went and married their sister. And I was like, oh, that was interesting. <laughs> so it's like, and you could tell because it was the same exact name. And I was like, uh, yep, yeah. that's, yep, that's the same person. Disappointment city. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not uh. surprised. So I want to I want to go over here to Twitter real quick. Um, we had someone I, I threw out on Twitter when we first made it uh, about beginning of last week, I guess I'd say Sunday of last week sometime. Um, someone I asked uh, for some topics and uh, actually one of my good buddies, uh, Brendan Clare uh, at B Clare 14 uh, asked us uh, to kind of talk about uh, why or why you shouldn't watch any all star games since the Pro Bowl just kind of passed. Sure, yeah, um, that's a good. If you should or you shouldn't watch it, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, etc. Uh, appreciate the tweet out there. Be clear. Uh, if any of you guys have any other suggestions, feel free to let us know. But uh, Kate, what's your thoughts? Um, I like this question actually a lot, and um, it's I think it's fun because uh, I like to watch. I, I watch them and I don't watch. Like I don't like if. All right, let me put it this way. So. Uh, I'm an absolutely diehard Jacksonville Jaguars fan. Uh, for anybody who has not caught on to that fact yet, <laughs> um, and I uh, I root for the Chiefs when they don't play Jacksonville because I was born in Kansas City. But um, I I think it's fun to watch games like that because you get an opportunity. I and and, and the bad rap that goes with it is like, well, it's it's just you know this sort of you know, uh, cosmetic dance they put on because they don't want to try as hard as they possibly could. Um, but it's, I think it's fun because you still get to see all these guys with all this talent. Like what would it be like if they actually played on a football team? Some of the pro bowl rules, like for the NFL, I don't necessarily care for. I mean, they, they try out fun, different things. And this past year's pro bowl was actually, um, it was a really fun game to watch and tune into, I got to see some of my guys do some work out there as far as Jaguars players go. Uh, Clay's Campbell was the defensive MVP. He's a Jacksonville Jaguar for anybody who's unaware. Um, but uh, like the NBA All-Star game, I, I think it's fun. It's, it's always a really high-scoring game. I think it's worth watching because of that. There's not a lot of defense, but like the last few years, it's been like 140s, 130s for both teams, like final score. So it's it's been interesting in that aspect. I'm not a huge baseball guy, so I can't speak on that. I think I got to let you speak on that one a little bit more, Max. But um, as far as All Star games go, I know people have their opinions about it, but I still think they're worth watching. If you're a fan of the sport in general, I think that there's no reason why it's not interesting to you to to look into it, especially if like you have a team and guys that you support and you want to uh, see them play in this game if they've been voted to this game but it's, a, it's fun man it's 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 not something that's like i mean i'll sit there and it's sometimes it ends up being background noise if nothing's going on but it's fun anyways i i enjoy it uh, you know everybody's got different opinions but that's that's where i'm at on it yeah i mean i'll say i i don't i don't watch them the only one that i do watch actually is uh the mlb all-star game and the only reason why is i'm gonna add mlb i think does it a little better is they have the home run derby and they have it yeah, at prime time. And and I'll say that's the dumb part. Like, I think the Pro Bowl skills challenge is really cool. But yeah, they, they got rid of it for so many years, though. And I was really upset about it. And then they finally brought it back. 
but it's such a, a stupid time. It's at like 11 a.m. Yeah, I mean they've turned all these uh, they've turned all these things that they think are you know important into like primetime things. So they turned the draft into a primetime thing. Great, I'm glad they did that. They turned the um, scouting combine into a little bit of a primetime thing. It still happens during the days on most days. They turned uh, uh, what was it recently into a God, I'm trying to think what it was. But uh, oh, NFL Media Day. So for the Super Bowl, they have this thing called Media Day, and it used to be one of my favorite things to watch. But they would they they would always air it at like eleven or twelve in the middle of the day, and it was a lot of fun. But seeing what some of these people had to say, and some of the funny jokes and so on and so forth was uh, it was one of my favorite things to tune into. So they turned it into a spectacle now. So it's a prime time thing. It doesn't come on until nine o'clock at night. So I can't I'm always just here so I don't, don't get fined. Exactly, Marshawn <laughs> Lynch said that at media day for anybody who was curious but excuse me the um the issue with the skills challenge is it's one of the most fun things they do in the entire year around the league but they're airing it in the middle of the week at 11 this is the the i mean i would trade the draft and media day to have the skills challenge broadcast during a primetime thing so i could watch it because watching these guys do some of the cool things they can do, like play dodgeball or the accuracy challenge or these kickers challenges or uh, some of the things, some of the other things they got going on is extraordinarily interesting. And it's fun to see. But like you said, uh, where they're really screwing up is that the MLB has got the home run derby in prime time. And it's a fun thing to watch, even for a guy like me, who's not like a huge baseball guy. Like I'll tune into it when it comes on because I think it's fun to watch. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I love I love MLB All-Star Season, All-Star Week, is it's fantastic because you got the All-Star Game. They're all going out and have fun. But I'll say the best thing I love about the MLB All-Star Game is they're very relaxed. So they'll actually mic up people during it, and they'll have them talking to the commentators during the game because I think that's something obviously more different than you can do in something like football because they kind of got to be paying attention a little bit more. Uh, but there was something kind of interesting with going around with the whole Astro scandal. Uh, Freddie oh, Freeman yeah. was going up to the plate. Uh, against Justin Verlander. Freddie Freeman's on the Braves, for anybody wondering. And Justin Verlander uh, is on the Astros. Go Braves. Uh, with the whole controversy. Oh, my gosh. And uh, <laughs> go Cards. Just saying. Go Cardinals. Um, and uh, they he, he went up to the plate, and they were telling him. The, the whole joke was Freddie Freeman was telling the announcers while he was mic'd up and had him in his ear. Is uh, he was saying, "Oh, tell me what signs they're throwing. Tell me what signs they're throwing." Uh, <laughs> That's so amazing. I can hit it. You know, I, I want to hit a good pitch. And they were like, "Oh, let me. Let, let, we'll give it a shot." Joking around, and then I guess they switched up the signs because he told uh, Justin Verlander jokingly, he was like, "Oh, they got me mic'd up. They're they're gonna tell me what signs, what you're throwing. I, they're they're reading me the signs." So they changed up the signs real quick, um, which can't made it kind of fun. But I, I'll say that's the part I love about it is they communicate with the players. I mean, especially during uh, spring training. Uh, during the spring training games, they'll have uh, players mic'd up during the game to where they'll communicate with them during plays. Right. So outfielders, I uh, thought something that was kind of interesting was they had uh, last year Dexter Fowler, who's on the St. Louis Cardinals, mic'd up. As a pop-up went up, he was running after it, but he was chatting with them. Then he was like, ah, oh, can't believe I got that one. That was way out of my range. Uh -huh. um, but it's fun. It makes it kind of enjoyable. And and I'll say, I think MLB does it right in, in that case. They make it more relaxed. They make it fun. They make it enjoyable. And especially with something like the home run derby, it's amazing. Uh, I'll go to football next. Pro Bowl, I think, is interesting. Like you said, I like that they try out different things and try and do something interesting. I'll say why I think you should watch it is you get to see some of the greatest players on the field at one time. Now, don't get me wrong. I think 
Um, obviously, they're not putting their full effort into it. But I mean, this year was a little bit of a shooting contest. It was fun uh, to watch. And and it's interesting to hear the storylines uh, like Russell Wilson gave up the starting gig on the NFC side uh, because Drew Brees is getting close to finishing up with his career. So he Which wanted to make cool. sure that he got it. It, it was just fantastic. I, I love Russ. Listen, as a Seahawks fan, I, I do. Dude, he's a cool guy, man. guy. He's a stand-up guy. He's really cool. Honestly, the only questionable thing he's ever done is marry Sierra. And, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, I mean, outside of that, the guy is absolutely outstanding. Oh, he's he's fantastic. Fantastic. But I, I th- that's that's kind of interesting stuff. I think it's interesting. Uh, basketball, I'm not a big NBA guy, but I agree with you. There's a lot of high points. It's a lot of fun. I think they do something fun. With the dunk contest, they make it something worth it. But I will say, do you, is it any worth watching the All Star Game? For I don't ba- think for so. basketball. I, I well, uh, not just for basketball specifically, but I'm gonna say all of them, like all of them as as a whole. I mean, yeah, I mean, it depends. I I the only I say the only reason I say I think it depends on your fandom and and level of fandom for the sport that you're watching is like if you're truly interested in it, then sure you'll probably get something out of it. But if you're just like your casual kind of watcher, then it's it's probably not worth it for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and the other thing I'll add for basketball is they also have the three-point contest. I think that's really That's cool. fun. The three-point and the dunk contest is a good time. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a lot of fun to see some of the best players out there competing against each other. But I, I wish, one, exactly what we were talking about is football would put the skills challenge on primetime because I would watch it in a heartbeat. Absolutely. I mean, like you said, I'm the only time. I'm interested in the skills challenge than the game, truth be told. I, I agree. I think it's more interesting to see some of the greatest players go up and compete against each other. But I also think with something like, I don't know, like with the draft, the only thing that's interesting is the first two rounds anyhow. Otherwise, I really don't care. Yeah, I get and it. Otherwise, that's, that's where I'm at with it, too. First two rounds. Yeah. Kinda... And and honestly, I don't even watch the draft. There's times I'll like get the notifications and be like, oh, cool. That's a good player. Awesome. And move on. Yeah. But I think the scouting combine is fun, but. That's I don't I don't know I I don't think it's fully worth watching. No, I, I would wholeheartedly agree with that. I mean, like, there's a few individuals where it's like fun to watch them do what they're doing. But if I got nothing else going on, I I mean, I'll turn it on. But it's it's agreed. If it's, I'm bored on that Sunday, I'll watch it. Yeah. Otherwise, nothing crazy, man. Nah. It's really not. Agreed. Agreed. So, Cade, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the option again here, sir. You wanna you want to rant a little bit or do you uh do you want to go through our uh, little little article here <laughs> i'm gonna you know i'm gonna go for the rant first but i think before i go for the rant um i know we were just talking about sports i think it's important just for a moment to um slightly address that uh the the incident with um kobe bryant if you will uh just because it's a big deal i guess you know i um I'm not like I've said a hundred times, probably over since we've started this. Not a huge basketball guy, really, uh, but uh, it's a sad thing, anyways. And a legend was lost in the sports world. And uh, if for those out there, I you know I I was listening to the end of last week's podcast just earlier today, where Max and I both talked about how you know life is short and nothing's guaranteed, and the world is small, and you never really know where you're going to be next. And I think this is just a fine example of. Um, just live every day to your fullest and enjoy it and uh, don't don't worry about tomorrow and uh, because tomorrow's never guaranteed. So uh, I just wanted to say that for a moment and um, I hope that's all right. And uh, yes, we can we can rant now, sir. No, yeah, I, I want to throw in something, too. I, I'll say when I first saw it on Facebook, I, 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 I thought it was fake. 
One hundred percent. I was like, uh, "What? Some what idiot is going around spreading this stuff?" And it just it, it it blew my mind. It blew my mind. And and I agree with you. I'm I've never been a big basketball fan, but I respect everything he did for the sport. Whole everything he not only just the sport, but the thing he was doing for women's advocation when sports was incredible. Women's advocation. I mean, especially with his own daughter. Yeah. Yes. Outstanding. And, 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 and the person he was, it, it was, was incredible. And, um, I, I just, I got to bring this up real quick. Cause this is something that's on my mind. I, the whole controversy was someone bringing up, um, I, there were, I was listening to ESPN the other day and they were doing a tribute, I guess, on Kobe Bryant and talking about the things that he did and that kind of stuff. And someone decided to bring up a sexual assault allegation. And I thought of all things that you bring up after someone dies, of all things. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think everyone screws up in their life, and maybe that's a bad thing. Yes, I will agree. That's an awful thing to do, even if it's true or if it's not. I don't know, and the only people who do know are the people who were there. Absolutely. But the thing that I think is is awful is to bring that up after someone passed away. And whoever that – I don't know who the analyst was or who it was who brought it up, but whoever that was, I hope when you die, someone brings something up like that about you. Agreed. That's bad because case. It, it's awful. It's awful. It's someone who tragically died, you know, and someone who didn't deserve to die the way they did. And it's it, it it aggravates the living crap out of me to have someone just just not one shame your name, but also throw you out there like that. You just passed away. And for his wife and for his other daughter to be hearing that, let the man rest in peace and let him do his thing. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. That's that's a rant in itself. But indeed. Um, I agree. He was an incredible player who did a lot, not just for the game, but for other people. So, um, for sure, man, for sure. Shocked me. But, uh, I, I think, uh, since I'm kind of already feeling the heat a little bit, go on, go on now, Max, come on now, rev that engine. Listen, okay. So we, Cade and I were talking before this all started and I said, I already have my rant down and he was like, uh Oh, what is it? And I was like, Oh, I'm already geared up about it right now, and it's rubbernecking. So if you don't know what that term means, if you're in traffic and let's say somebody's car breaks down, like I was on the Florida Turnpike today heading home. I live about uh, 45 minutes to an hour away from where I work, and um, so there were three cars today that had broken down. It looked like on the side of the road, or I, I couldn't tell what happened, nor do I care. My job is to keep driving. And uh, rubbernecking is where everyone slows down to look at what everyone else is doing. Now, this could be uh, a car, a police officer has pulled over a car on the side of the road. Um, It could be uh, somebody got into a a fender bender and is on the side of the road. But everybody slows down like a, oh, like an idiot and and decides to stare. And it fucking pisses me off more than anything on God's green earth. Like... I hate when people do this. First of all, I, I want to get home. Second of all, you cause more accidents by slowing down and staring than you do do anything on the, else on this earth. So please, if any of you, if any of you are driving, I don't care on whatever road your godforsaken self is driving on, do not slow down. Just drive. Now, I understand. I'll, I'll, I'll preface with this. I understand police officers, the, there's a whole law for their own safety, right, to get over to the other side of the lane. If you're not, uh, let's say if they're on the right-hand side of the lane uh, and you're on the far right lane, 
and you're getting close, you need to slow down to 20 miles under the speed limit. That's just for the safety of the police officer as well as the uh, other person, I guess, who's in that car. But God bless it. Please, please, of all people, just keep moving if you're not in that lane. I hate people who rubberneck. I hate traffic is already bad enough in Florida. And the I-4 project has already got extended long enough. And I do not need it anymore. Like, please do not add any more traffic. I don't need this in my life. He don't need that evil in his life, Jesus. No. No. I'm sick of it, man. Like, oh, today my drive home could only been. uh, So it ranges. I can get home sometimes in 45 minutes. But today it took me an hour and 10 minutes because everyone on the turnpike had to slow down for the three cars who were just on the side of the road. Oh, okay. I'm I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Do you? Yeah. Listen, I'm I'm just going to add one thing onto that and I'll go into my own thing. If you're a rubbernecker that listens to this, uh, you know what? Fuck you. Sorry in advance. <laughs> oh my god, I I get lightheaded from how hard I laughed. I hope <laughs> I just I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I feel like my rant's not going to be nearly as good as yours because oh it's god. a subject that everybody, well, not everybody because some people are guilty as crap, but it's a uh it's a rant that, you know, people can relate with anyways. So, uh Max, you're a you're a video game player, right, sir? For sure. Yeah. So any video game players out there, I'm going to go ahead and rant just a hair bit about microtransactions. That's okay. Oh, ooh. Yep. Go in. So go in, man. Go in. We already know that uh, what inspired this, honestly, is I saw an article pop up earlier today uh, from IGN regarding uh, Electronic Arts EA based here in Orlando, Florida. EA, let me go ahead and... Uh, you know, make sure that's known. Uh, one of the biggest microtransaction uh, game studios out there used to make some good stuff. They don't anymore. Anyways, um, facts slander. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's not slander if it's a fact. That's also that's also true. Um, so I saw a thing that said that they made one billion dollars. Billion with a B is in boy bravo. Okay, uh, and Q four of last year in microtransactions alone 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 i i don't know what to say to that that's stupid money yeah that's like i mean like i can't believe people are like buying into it but like it's never gonna stop if people don't quit you know buying into it but like it's like dude you know if you're gonna give me a 60 dollar game right then i don't want to have to pay this this and this for an extra skin like if I'm paying sixty dollars for the game, let me have a way to unlock it somehow. Like don't don't just say, hey, oh, you got to pay an extra five dollars if you want this one, brother, or you got to do this, or you got to do that, or you got to do this, you got to do that. It's like, dude, stuff like that, man. It just drives me nuts because like I love playing video games. I really do. It's fun. Some people like to read. Okay, some people like to read because it, it's good stories that get them away from reality, and that's their escape. You know, but like video games, like. Are like that for me like i don't play too many multiplayer games because i play a lot of stories because i like the story i'm in it for the story that's what i'm there for i'm there to for an escape to get away from real life you know it's the same reason i do sports you know it's like i like i try to get away from real life a little bit uh and so 
you know, it's like, okay, we'll pay $60 for this game. I'm going to use Destiny as an example here, sir. Not necessarily microtransactions, but we'll, we'll just, all right. So when the first Destiny came out, big Bungie fan, Halo, great franchise. Uh, Fantastic. Yes, phenomenal. I still play it to this day. So Destiny came out and they said, hey, I'm going to have you pay $60 for half a game. And then we're going to give you the other half of the game for another $30. Enjoy, asshole. And uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't all on board that, sir. I didn't do it. I didn't buy it. And I basically boycotted them ever since. I'm like, you know what? I'm not buying Destiny 2. I'm not buying their DLC. Uh, if you're going to put a $60 game out there, I want the whole game. So I'm going to play devil's advocate for you here. You can it, if you want. I'm still going to complain about it. <laughs> so I'm going to say I 100% agree. I think EA is ridiculous when it comes to their microtransactions and loot boxes and everything else. But the only thing I'm going to throw out is there's a lot of people still working. On, not that they're not making any profit off the games because it's it's a good profit you can make off of video games. But they're still continually developing that game all the time and for releasing new content. So I'll say DLC is the only exception I'll give to it. Um, and if it's a DLC that fully expands the game. So I look at something like uh, for people who played video games before, um, I'm going to say something like uh, with Oblivion. Okay. I guess Oblivion uh, was adding in or the uh, Skyrim, I guess is adding in. Um, I don't remember what the other Island was called, but a whole new, like, world set area that you could go into and explore and there were different quests and that kind of stuff fallout and it's another great example uh operation anchorage that kind of stuff uh fallout 3 not fallout 76 it's crap but i think those that add a lot more to the game make sense for sure no i i agree with that in the aspect of like there's a minority that are better than others right yes but I, i'll say i think there is a point, I guess, to, like you said, with skins and that kind of stuff and just stupid stuff. Like, uh, I look at something like, as much as I'm a Modern Warfare fan for Call of Duty, they have the Battle Pass oh, or whatever. Yeah, that's that's the big Which thing. is the dumbest thing in the yeah, entire world. In order really for me is. to get better guns that are better and can kill other people a lot faster or whatever else uh, in the game, I have to buy these guns. I have to buy your battle pass. I just think that's just beyond stupid. Yeah, that's, I, that's I, I hate that. That's that's the kind of stuff that we don't want, right? So it's right, like, and if it becomes just a, play a cosmetic to thing. I totally get it, but if you're having to pay just to get things that are better, it's like no. Right, it's a pay to win system, and I do not respect that at all, at all. Nope, wholeheartedly agree, sir. Yeah, well, with the cold coming around, Cade. Uh, so what was it last week? Was it last sat? No, two Saturdays ago. Yeah, it was, I think it was two weeks ago. Was it? I thought it was last weekend. Maybe, Maybe. I don't know. It I was don't gnarly know. though. It was gnarly. Do so for those of you who do not live in Florida, um, since we are flow grown around here, at least I am, born and raised in Florida. Um, Florida gets doesn't get like cold like Chicago cold or I guess like uh, Minnesota cold or anything else like that. But it still sucks. And as someone who lives in Florida my entire life, um, the cold has been god-awful. At one point, we were in, what, we reached 32, 33 yeah, dude, at night was, at one it point? Was, it was awfully cold last week. It was freezing. Oh, my gosh. And the worst part about Florida cold, I'm just going to throw this out here, is it's humid cold. So it gets into your bones, and it sinks in, and it's like a wet cold versus I feel like in other states, there's more of a dry cold, like Colorado, for example. So it can 
it, it can be zero degrees outside, but it feels a little warmer. So yes. it's not as bad. But a wet cold, oh, it hurts. But uh, I think my favorite thing, and Cade, uh, would you agree, was iguanas falling off of trees. Yeah, so uh, that, it was very interesting. And for those who were unaware of how uh, iguanas work, they're reptiles. Uh, they are cold-blooded individuals, and they need warmth in order to keep functioning. So when it gets cold here in Florida, which doesn't happen too often where we dip below freezing, uh, they can't move nor move any of their extremities. And uh, just a few weeks ago, there was a warning literally issued out that said, watch out for falling iguanas uh, because they were freezing. Yeah, and and in case anybody doesn't know, iguanas aren't like natural or uh, native to Florida. Whatever dingus has brought them over here, brought them here and released them into uh, the wild. And now there's a massive population, especially down in South Florida in trees. They sit inside of trees and that kind of stuff, especially in like the whole Miami-Dade area, that kind of stuff. There's tons of them. Yeah, Fort Lauderdale uh, down, they're everywhere. Yeah. So apparently in uh, in Central America, in case you didn't know, iguana is like a delicacy. Um, I, I guess it's something that a lot of people farm for food, actually. It's something that I don't think any of us would see. And apparently it they call it the chicken of the tree <laughs> in uh, Central America in some countries. But um, they... Uh, they were falling from the tree. So this was a couple of years ago, I guess. This is from NPR, uh, NPR.org. Um, and apparently this gentleman thought uh, that there's a bunch of protein laying on the floor with a bunch of dead iguanas. Um, and he started picking up and he started because they, they thought they were dead. I, I don't know. They appeared to be dead and had fallen out of the trees. And they had turned gray and were not moving at all and very cold to the touch. So I guess he thought they were dead. And uh, he's into necrophilia. No, I'm kidding. Ah. Um, but he went to put them into his vehicle. He was loading them up like he was stocking for a big barbecue. When they went back into the vehicle, the vehicle warmed up and those iguanas started coming to life. Now, holy crap. Uh, if I was sitting in that car, I, I don't know what I'd do because I already freak out when there's a spider in my car. Um, so if like 10 iguanas came to life in my car, I don't know what to do. Uh, and apparently they all started getting up because they warmed up. And started running around the car. Apparently, the guy got into a car accident. Obviously. Obviously. Um, but got into a car accident and uh, ended up, like, wrecking the car pretty bad. He didn't die. He didn't die. But I think he learned a valuable lesson that day, which is uh, free food isn't good food all the time. Not always, especially when it's frozen iguanas on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I'll say, like, apparently... What they were saying was, is don't touch a frozen iguana if you see it, because once the sun comes out the next day, like they start warming up um, and they can bite you pretty good and I guess scratch you pretty good. Yeah. They, apparently they, they can whip you with their here. tail. Yeah, that, I've heard that's actually pretty dangerous. And I mean, they can go into to protect themselves when they get cold like that. They go into like almost like a coma like state. Um, and so they're not always dead, especially if it's like the first day that it's been cold. So, yeah, just be careful out there. PSA, folks. PSA. Yeah. For anyone who sees a, an iguana um, on the side of the road while it's really cold, uh, don't pick it up. I know roadkill is delicious, but not that kind of roadkill. Now the roadkill <laughs> cafe. Let's go. You know, apparently there's a song uh, from the 80s that says the words barbecue iguana in it. I don't remember what song it was, but uh, 
they were playing that on the radio <laughs> when the whole thing was going on. They were like, "Don't pick up the iguanas." <laughs> Barbecue iguana. That's literally the only line in the song. Is it, it like it says other things, but it says it one time barbecue iguana i can think of a lot of better options though i gotta imagine i agree i can think of a bunch more um i got one more question for you Cade. sure and, and then we'll uh wrap this puppy up um have if you ever won the lottery what's i guess the first like five things you would do let's say it's a large enough lottery where you can survive large enough lottery where i can survive so a lot of people say that they would just you know keep working for a bit till they get things figured out um dude i couldn't do it honestly i couldn't because i'd go to work and i'd be like you know what man i just i really just don't care so i'm just gonna go ahead and leave uh but uh so all right so let me i'm, I'm gonna try to bullet point it if i will so Let's hear uh, it. I wake up in the morning. I realize I've won the lottery. I'll probably freak out a little bit. First thing I'm going to do, I'm going to say, you know what? I have credit cards with some balances here. Let's go ahead and take some time. Maybe not show up to where I need to go. Maybe call in to work. I don't know. Uh, maybe take off. Maybe flee where we're at currently. Take some time to figure out what we need to figure out. Find a very trusted financial person. Um, uh, claim nothing the, like the uh, the tax lady. No, my God, no! <laughs> Still sorting that out for anybody who's interested in my personal conflicts. Uh, so, nothing like her. Find somebody we can actually trust. You know, you know uh, that wise. Um, and then I think I would have it all set up, quite honestly, because if you in the state of Florida, for those who don't know, if you're listening anywhere else in the world, uh, in the world, you cannot claim it uh, anonymous anonymously. You can fight it if you want. Some people have gotten away with it. Is it worth it? I don't know. But um, you can't claim the money anonymously. So what I'd probably do is I'd have everything set up to where I could claim it and then literally fall off the face of the earth. Um, like, hey, it's. Oh, that's that guy, Cade. We know him. Uh, can't find me on social media. I don't have the same phone number that I had. You don't know what my address is because I've moved somewhere very far away. Uh, you know, so on and so forth. So I think that would be a big part of the plan. Um, and then after that, man, I really don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to speak to it without uh, having the means to find out exactly what I do. But I've thought about it up to the point of disappearing. I, I think that's smart. I actually didn't know that you couldn't accept it anonymously. Not in Florida. You can't. There's other I didn't states know you that. can. There's other states you can, but Florida, they're, you know, they're like, you know what? They're already weird as it is, so you might as well just <laughs> You better know all of them themselves, like Casey Anthony and all of them. Yeah, no. Y'all already know her. <laughs> no freaking joke. Uh, no, I mean, I so I think. So it's funny. I was talking to somebody. They were they we we phrased this question. That's how I was able to think of this one. This came up in a conversation once, and I said they they were like, "Would you keep your job?" And I said, "I'd probably hold on to it." And they're like, "No, you wouldn't." They, they said, "I think everyone says that." And you say, "Oh yeah, I'm going to keep my job. You know, it's a, you know, I want to I want to keep living a normal life. It's a steady stream of income." But I think what you have, like, if I got stupid money. I would just, yeah, I, I think I, I agree. I'd fall off the face of the earth. Um, I think my plans would be exactly what you said, pay off my debt, 
Um, I'd probably go a buy a, a good house, nothing too, too fancy. Buy it in cash. I'd probably buy two new cars, pay off my parents' debts, and go disappear somewhere and just never talk to anybody. But the thing that I that we were talking about, and I'll ask you this one more question when, when it related to this, would you, like, who would you tell, I guess, is a better way to word this here. Who would you tell? Outside of my immediate, I mean, like, my wife, of course. But, I mean, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. outside of that, like, uh, I think once I kind of got away and got settled, like, I think I would, I'd send a message to my immediate family, like my mom, my dad, my uh my grandpa you know my two sisters uh those are the people like immediately i'd be like listen like uh just i'm gonna disappear for a minute trust it and then we'll be in touch and you'll be taken care of like so uh that's probably who i'd tell first i don't know there's too many people i tell like some of my i mean i don't have a lot of friends that are like really close, I guess. So I'd probably tell like the close friends eventually, but I'd, I'd trust that they'd understand if I just disappeared, something like that would happen. So this is your PSA. If I just disappear, but you don't think I'm actually dead. Um, I probably came into a lot of money. So just <laughs> trust you'll hear from me. I'll send you a plane ticket to meet me wherever it is that I am. And uh, we'll have a good time. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I would only tell, I'd probably tell my parents, but I'd tell them they cannot tell anyone else just because I think the big thing that, that I fear going through my head is people are going to try and do stupid stuff Facts. You know, for money. And and it's just it's not like by killing me, they're going to have it's not like people put money under their mattresses anymore. Like if they're in bank accounts. It's going to be really hard for you to access that. Yeah, That's true. So I'm like, I, I, I wouldn't I would tell my family and say, don't say anything and just leave it as that not say anything. Obviously, I'd tell my wife as well. But literally leave it at that to my mom, my dad, um, my my other mother, my stepmother, and and leave it at that and just disappear. I think that's you know? a good plan. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, same thing. If anybody's wondering um, if I disappear, goodbye. Literally, that's it. <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah, I mean, I think this has been a pretty good episode. What you think, Kate? I think so, too. I hope you've had a good time on this little roller coaster we done had here. Well, shoo I have. I know myself. Uh, well, thanks for listening, guys. We always really appreciate your uh, your support consistently. Uh, yeah, go ahead and follow us over on Twitter at RagChew Podcast. Same thing with Facebook at RagChew Podcast. And uh, listen every Monday at 9 a.m. when we drop these puppies. But um, you got any you got anything you want to add here, Cade? Uh, final parting little notes here, boys and girls out there, is that, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to go back to it, but I'm going to do it real quick anyways. Just, yeah, be nice to people, man. You never know what they're going through, and uh, you never know when your time may come. So enjoy life. Enjoy. It's uh, Amen. too short. Amen. Well, we're going to hit the old dusty trail here. Thanks for joining us, folks, on another episode. And uh, be kind to one another. Adios. Woo!